is something that's crucial to every business to operate and survive. Without money flowing into the company, the companies can't pay salaries, can't spend on marketing, can't really expand the business. Welcome to our series entitled The I Am Podcast, a podcast about innovation, business, and most importantly, people. In this series, we'll be talking to founders, executives, and various experts about their vision, challenges, best practices, and lessons learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the I Am Podcast. Today, I'm excited. I'm joined by the CTO and co-founder at Gaviti, Alex Komarovsky. Hey, Alex. Hey, hey, everyone. How are you doing? Good. Doing well. Exciting time. Growing. Busy. Good to hear that. Okay, we are all excited. I'm sure they are also, and they want to know the people who are watching and listening would love to know you more. So please share your background, your experience, your expertise. Sure. So, no, I've been a programmer, sorry, been programming since a very young age, since I got, I think, my first computer at the age of 10. Uh, being uh, doing uh, programs, uh, building websites uh, for fun, and also for a bit of uh, money on the side. So that was amazing. And for the last 15 years, I've been professionally working as a programmer. I was a developer and also uh, became a manager. And recent years, also entrepreneur, a tech entrepreneur. Uh, three and a half years ago, I founded Gaviti with my co-founder and CEO, Young Hazarev. And we went on a mission that we really want to help businesses to get paid faster. Uh, it sounds trivial that uh, businesses need to receive the money they own, but it's a very hard thing to do to make sure it happens. Yeah. Okay. So how did this idea come about? Some of the things that, you know, build up is from personal stories or experiences. How about in your case? So in my case, it's actually my co-founder case. Uh, he was working for many years as finance manager and mainly focusing on collections, collecting invoices due the, for, to the companies. Uh, he was making sure that uh, all the, uh, the business would get all the money owed and on a timely manner. Uh, we work both in a company called the Cornerstone On Demand. Uh, I was there working uh, in a dev team and he was uh, uh, heading the collection and billing team. And he was facing challenges that the company grew fast, so also the amount of invoices grew fast. And it was a challenge to collect all those uh, invoices uh, to make sure they are processed and uh, and the company is getting uh, money flowing. So he had challenges of, on scaling on that. Uh, they did it very manually, as most companies today in the world still do it manually. Uh, so working with that, they had more and more people doing that task, but without any automation mind, the mind behind it. So, and Jan and me, we had, usually we would going and having a lot of uh, coffee talks and it was something uh, nice for us uh, uh, to talk on different aspects of things, of life and uh, things. 
And one thing led to another. He was like talking to me and saying about his challenges. And then we realized that there is a big, actually huge opportunity to help not just the company that we worked for, but many companies to collect better, to perform better on their task, challenging for almost every business around there. Okay, so you said yes. So companies are still doing, I don't know, traditional paper check. So how is that hurting the company? Or what's the impact? It's not even the paper checks, but actually the process itself is very manual. So let's say a company is providing a service, uh, sending an invoice, and they have a payment terms of net 30, net 60. So they should get paid in a month. Someone needs to remember that they need to get paid in a month. Uh, hope that the, their customer also remembers to pay in 30 days. And if they're not paying in 30 days, to follow up, to check the status. Now multiply this process, by let's say by 1,000 invoices, 2,000 invoices. Uh, and what happens is that 50% on, on average of invoices usually are paid uh, late because when they, they forgot about that, they uh, no one really checked with them that everything was received or the product or service was received correctly. Maybe they have an issue with the invoice. That means that someone need to walk and, and check that. And that's before we even talk about the payment methods. If they are by check, or wire or credit cards, but just the actual process of uh, having someone to do the action of payment. That's something that uh, takes a lot of manual work today. Uh, and those things translate into investor getting paid late, meaning cash flow is running late. When cash flow is something that's crucial to every business to operate and survive. Without money flowing into the company, the companies can't pay salaries, can't spend on marketing, can't really expand the business. Uh, so having the money flowing quickly to the business also helps the company grow more and more. Okay, yeah, so before we go to that very big problem of cash flow. I would love to ask you, like, okay, when uh, Jan talked to you about the idea, you know, he's coming from that, and how was that? Take us to the table where you first talked about this idea. Oh, actually, yeah, I, I have this memory of that part. Uh, he came to me, so we always had uh, once a day, we, both of us were not smoking. So we always had uh, at uh, 3 p.m., five minutes coffee break, at work, and uh, I'm we coming both from different teams, so it was always great to talk and uh, about different uh, things for five ten minutes. And he was really raising to me like, how come that they doing it so manually? They need to repeat itself, and uh, he was actually looking for something, uh, some solution, maybe to automate the process because it's it was very hard for him also to. Uh, get more and more employees into the, his department, train them, and also retain them. Because uh, uh, being a collector is a very tough job. You need to 
home people, tell them that you need their own money. Uh, so to retain those employees, it's uh, not easy at all. So he was looking to automate it, but uh, he did an analysis looking for something that will help him. He didn't find anything that is suitable, but he found huge solutions for very large enterprises, with, uh, like Fortune 500 companies. Uh, he found the solutions for micro businesses, for like let's say business owner that have two, three employees, but nothing for a company that operates already in scale, a mid-market company. Uh, but uh, there's nothing like really that can help him with that task. And one thing led to another, like we said, okay, but it's we can do that. It is solvable. We can take that what the thing that works for the enterprises and to apply it to for those mid-market com- companies that usually don't have the budget and resources to have to go into this big, big projects of uh, adding uh, account receivable automation. Uh, so from there, we left our jobs. We went for almost a year of ideation and uh, understanding uh, how we tackle that problem, how we uh, solve it, uh, who we address, there are um, different types of businesses. And after that year of aviation, we also raised our first funds for the company and started uh, building the system and getting the first employees. Uh, first employees and first customers. So we almost had customers from day zero paying customers because they saw the value of having this system uh, very, very quickly. And since then, uh, it was three years ago, uh, we raised more money. We are now about 20 employees and growing. And also acquiring more and more customers, happy customers that are using it and see the, the benefits of Vivity. And we are proud of our customer success. Uh, we see that uh, they, we have a very high retention rates because uh, Companies see the value of having this system in place, and we're happy to help them. Nice. So you have customers from day zero. A lot of people are awaiting for this solution. Okay, so talk to us. How big was the problem? I mean, how many companies experience late payments and everything? So around 50% of businesses, give or take, operates in B2B, meaning they're selling to another business. Once they're selling to another business, they're also providing payment terms. So this is how business operates. And it doesn't matter which kind of payment method will be used, but there are payment terms between those businesses. So it means that 50% of businesses have this challenge. It doesn't mean that uh, Gaviti uh, will work well for all those businesses, but it will... Uh, Work uh, for the majority of them, they will definitely will have benefits of Gravity. So Gravity helps well when there is a scale in the business. So when a business needs to collect thousands of invoices on a monthly basis and to engage hundreds or thousands of customers, then we, we really shine. Uh, we help them to scale if they growing and they grow. Then we help them with those uh, growing pains 
And also, if there are more traditional businesses that have a steady growth, uh, with us, they have just a much better performance on accounts of silver growth. Okay, so this is for companies who issue like thousands of invoices per month. Yeah, okay. we have also like in the hundreds, so I would hundreds say thousands. thousands, but uh, not someone that uh, probably is issuing 20, 30 invoices per month. It would be a bit harder for us to bring in value, uh, although we can still bring value. But uh, the sweet spot would be hundreds of invoices and thousands, then uh, we definitely bring a big impact because it's also a bit of a number game. You collect more and more invoices, you have uh, higher chances to improve uh, in when using a system like VT. Mm-hmm. versus uh, doing it manually, uh, it's very hard because to the effort of collecting an invoice uh, worth of $500 and an invoice worth of $10,000, time efforts to do it manually would be pretty much the same. Mm. Sometimes it's even harder to collect the $500 versus the $10,000 because of budgeting and approvals and things like that. So the fact of not to do it manually uh, saves a lot of time for the organization and, uh, to focus on the things that really matter. What things are really matter is uh, Problem solving. Uh, people uh, help when uh, there are things that systems can do. For instance, let's assume uh, I delivered your products, but you're not happy with that because uh, I delivered you the wrong product. I'm not paying you because you did, I, I did, you're not paying me because I delivered the wrong product. So this is a problem that you need to solve. But if I'm not paying because I forgot to submit uh, the invoice internally for accounting, or the person, or I forgot to, uh, to actually sign the check, that's something that's uh, it's very easily done by engaging the customer, reminding him, talk to him about that, and making sure it's uh, in his top to-do list of paying you as a, as a vendor, and uh, so you won't be down in the list of things they need to do. Mm, yes, so, right, right. Like, sometimes I don't intend to really miss that, but it's just like, okay, they're drowned in the box. I mean, inbox. So, talk to us about the existing solutions. Like, how better is Gaviti for those enterprises? So, it's interesting when we see uh, when we communicate with prospects and clients, most of the time, we are not seeing any other solutions. It's mostly how they used to do things, done manually with uh, spreadsheets, with their accounting system to go and just look at the reports and decide how they want to approach the customers, how to prioritize the customers. And with Gaviti, what uh, they do, they actually have it in one system that's focused on collections. It takes out a lot of the manual processes of reaching out to customers and, uh, and prioritize customers. Uh, so it means that they focus more on the feedback coming for customers that they need to resolve. It also prioritizes for the collectors, those people who need to collect the invoice, to whom they should talk when. So it means that they don't need to go and figure out by themselves, but actually the system assigned to them. Okay, we, let's say we try to 
uh, reminded customer for a while. Now it's your time to give them a call. Or maybe not the collector now, maybe now it's time to pass that call to uh, the sales agent because uh, he has a good relationship with the customer to really push him for payment. Uh, the conversion here for a successful collection is payment. So it's very much reminding also how marketing automation works. It's trying to bring someone to perform an action in a website or purchase something. Here we are trying to bring a person or a group of people to actually perform a payment on the invoice that was issued for them. Interesting, interesting insight. So later we'll go to that user story, like explain to us, but okay, we need to know first. So how does this thing work? Talk to us about the integrations. Like, do you have to be an expert to use this get or get this up and running? Great question. Uh, many uh, finance people, uh, they know that they need to operate with multiple systems. They're really afraid of integrations. Uh, it's something that's uh, being talked a lot in sales conversations and uh, also with the customers. Uh, so what we focus in Gaviti, we built a really strong integration engine. So it will be much easier for the customers to integrate with Gaviti. And we built it in a way that even a finance manager without almost any IT resources uh, is able to uh, create an integration with Gaviti. And also it doesn't matter if it's an on-prem system or cloud-based uh, system. Uh, we Imagine, envision in our mind how they, a collector works and they usually work with their reports. And we're taking those reports of data and uh, process them in Gaviti so they will have all the insights and automation in Gaviti. So that's already a very smooth sell there. After they have the, the data in Gaviti, then they can create uh, automatic engagement workflows, meaning uh, emails that are being sent, text messages, uh, or any other engagement ways uh, to send to customers on different uh, times. Uh, highly personalized, uh, they can control it. And also a schedule of internal notification to notify collectors when they need to call salespeople or any other people in the organization notes to the time to do an action for that customer. Maybe it's um, one that we're, a customer that's really ignoring everything. Now maybe it's time to let uh, the warehouse people know not to ship any products anymore to that customer, for example. That's my, also another use case. Uh, through Gaviti, their customers can pay securely directly. Uh, so it's also easier for them to do payments online. Uh, but uh, we're still not replacing completely more traditional checks. If they prefer to do a wire or checks, it's also acceptable. As long as our customer gets paid, that's the main goal. Uh, their customers can also go and see the status with uh, the vendor with the VT customer about the future invoices, past invoices, to see the, uh, all the histories all done in one place. So. Amazing. Okay. You said you have customers from 
day zero. So please talk to us about that. Who are you offering your products to? Who uses your product? Uh, we distinguish the companies in two main big categories. One is the service provider category, and one is manufacturer slash distributor. So the one category service provider it can be lawyers, accountants, uh, SaaS companies, uh, marketing companies, any company providing a service. And, and the second category is uh, manufacturers. It's those companies that actually move things, tangible things. Can be from uh, uh, paper cups to metal bowls or any other things. And we have a variety of uh, customers on both categories. So it's, uh, it's applicable to both of them. And, uh, and from there, we can go into much uh, developed verticals inside. Uh, the, that's why the main focus that we have is that they, have, they are selling on scale. That, uh, they have uh, at least someone in their company that is dedicated for collections. And that, then it, we understand that they are a good fit for using Gravity. Someone is managing Gravity, building all the workflows, and Gravity becoming the go-to tool for them to do the collection task. Okay, so anyone who has like um, a collection officer that issues 100, hundreds to thousands of invoices. Okay. At, at least one. At least if, one. It's not a, a whole department. Okay, so yes, share with us a user story. How did, after using Gaviti, what happened and how successful? Oh, that's an amazing question. Uh, recently, we had a big customer that we knew for the second year. And it was very interesting to hear her feedback uh, because uh, of various interesting points of how she sees DSO. So there is a metric in the collection called DSO. It means uh, they sales outstanding. This is how CFOs usually measure uh, collections. Uh, this CFO said that since she joined the company a few years ago, she was able to reduce the DSO uh, on each year by one day. And uh, each time she is reducing this uh, metric for, uh, for the year, it's worth millions of dollars. After using Gravity for a year, she managed to reduce it by five days. And that's a lot, it's amazing. It's a, what she did in a few years, in one year of using Gravity, she did much better. And that's why she, was, she happily renewed uh, the license. Uh, I, I believe she even uh, signed a multi-year license because she saw the value of, uh, of using the, the, the system. And this is not the only, people, the only story that we hear. We, we know that on average, uh, after using the VT, they managed to reduce 20, 30% uh, of the DSO. Uh, what does it mean? It means that the business now have more money coming quickly. Super important. It's very it's impactful on the, the bottom line. Uh, so they see the ROI of the very quickly. Uh, also, another feedback that we got from users, and then we're dealing with finance people, 
And uh, uh, unfortunately, they're not the main target usually of, of companies of building a, a, a nice and pleasant uh, tools to work with. And we put a lot of emphasis on a very good UX for the Gavita platform. And they were very happy because like they finally said that uh, finally someone is thinking about us to make our day-to-day life <laughs> easier when we work with a tool and not just to work with a bunch of tables and uh, uh, spreadsheets and that's it. So that was amazing to hear that. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, so where are your customers? Are they local in Israel or where else are they? Most of our customers actually are in North America, mm. uh, most in the US. We have customers in Canada, UK, uh, Cyprus. Uh, we have in uh, Israel as well. We have in the UAE, Singapore, Philippines, uh, Australia. I'm sure I missed uh, a few <laughs> countries, but uh, it just shows that the need is very universal. We are focusing mainly on the U.S. direct sales, uh, but we're helping customers wherever they, wherever they come. Amazing. As we put for ourselves, like, uh, our, our vision in Gaviti is to build a strong company that really helps businesses to get paid faster. And uh, I think it brings a lot of positive value for companies. Right. I think a lot of people need that solution everywhere in the world, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we uh, would love to hear about your team. How many people are there in your team? And talk to us about the culture. That's a, a really nice question. Uh, we are today about 20 people. And we're growing. We're hiring more. Uh, I'm very proud that we have a very diversified team. Uh, meaning uh, coming from very various backgrounds, uh, uh, religions and everything. Uh, I just counted recently and we are about 50-50 splits between uh, men and women uh, in the company. So I'm very proud of that. Uh, And 65% of the team here in Israel, they are actually immigrants. Uh, that they weren't born in Israel. Uh, maybe it's also coming uh, the fact that uh, my co-founder and me we were immigrants 30 years ago, but uh, who, who counts? Uh, it, but this brings us, to, because we have such a diversified team, the culture is very nice. Like, uh, like we hear different uh, ideas, different ways of thought, and we really want to preserve this kind of a diversified culture. Nice. So how do you encourage people to speak up considering that uh, diversity? Like, how do you make sure uh, inclusivity, you know, openness, transparency is there? That's a good question. Uh, We try to do, we as a management also to be transparent with the employees. And we explain about things. We make sure that they also understand the motivation of things that we put as goals and uh, uh, targets in the company. So we we ask them, them questions to make sure that they understand why we're doing things in the company. Not always clear to everyone why, why things are being done. 
Uh, and we really try to encourage everyone to speak up their minds in different forms. Uh, uh, in, uh, for instance, even our uh, Slack communications, we try to encourage everyone to write in open channels so everyone will be able to learn in the uh, advance. Uh, and uh, also in the company itself, we're having also a, a bi-weekly meetings where it's people present to all the other teams, say their accomplishments, what they are doing, and usually also different people, different team people, uh, members are presenting it. So to hear it from everyone, not always the same people. Oh, okay. So do you manage remotely or is it, are they required to come to the office or how is it? The setup? So we are in a, today we are working in a hybrid mm -hmm. uh, way. Uh, where most people coming a couple, uh, three days a week to the office on a uh, dependent team. Because uh, we, we saw there's a big benefit of doing meetings and conversations when you are inside the, uh, the office. Although we're doing this interview in Zoom, <laughs> uh, but there is a difference when a team uh, communicating uh, face -to -face. in the office, mm. face to face. And then everyone have a choice. Uh, the rest of the time they take it uh, from home or they come to the office. We have a few people that's coming all, almost every day to the office, other or less. So we try to do this hybrid mix. I think this is what we uh, came to realization after all these waves of COVID that we had uh, in the last uh, couple of years. And and also to have this uh, social engagement to actually see people in person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as a CTO, what were or what are your challenges, major challenges that you have encountered so far? Uh, so, so far, it's actually hiring. It's, uh, I think, uh, almost every tech company that you'll ask uh, have a challenge on uh, hiring the right people, the good people. And because today also we are 20 people and it's not a big team. And in order to preserve this uh, type of culture that we built and I'm very proud of that culture, it's uh, very how to find the right people that uh, fit to the company and uh, with all the skill sets that they, they bring. Uh, that's something that uh, we're trying to uh, build as uh, quickly as possible. Because uh, one of our plans for this year, for instance, is almost to double the team. Mm. And uh, that's a big challenge, uh, mainly on hiring. Uh, other teams, other challenges is also about uh, uh, building uh, more ways of acquiring new users uh, to diversify that. So we have a, put for ourselves a task to making our product more and more product-led growth uh, type of product. We already see the beginning of that. So that's something that uh, this year will be, you know, most of in our very high now to-do list. Uh, and of course, the, for the whole company is, uh, like I said before, so preserve the, the growth to sustain, to sustain us. Yeah, so, well, any thoughts? How are you going to take that on? Take on the challenge? 
Uh, first, staying focused. It's a, it's very easy thing to do, very hard thing to easy easy thing to say, very hard thing to do. To stay focused. Uh, that's why we put ourselves uh, goals and we keep reminding ourselves where we want to be a year from now, and to make sure that all the things we do. It's either in product, sales, marketing, that uh, we see always those goals in front of us and all the actions that we perform are towards those goals. Uh, so that's why we work a lot internally and focusing everyone about those goals because this is what actually uh, helps us as a guideline where we want to be as a company a year from now. Okay, I just remembered like um, Itai Kizuru, he's also a CTO. And I, I think he mentioned about, okay, he uses a journal to stay focused. So I'm interested to ask you, how do you stay focused? How do you make sure everything is aligned? So we took the, the main big goals and put to the company. And then we are breaking it to a smaller, smaller uh, uh, team goals and individual goals, and uh, then also for each team player, team member, we make sure all the time that they are aligned with the, all the things that they are working on is close to the goals that they put to themselves. Uh, and so I'm not using a journal, but I'm using a lot of, uh, of my calendar and Slack to make sure that things are a documented there that I put myself the time also to this uh, focus time on working uh, on a very important task that progress the company. Uh, I think that's most of it to be as productive as possible. And we have today so many amazing tools that can help us to be productive. So there's a just to make sure that uh, there's a balance between using so many tools, but not also get lost with all the notifications and the <laughs> elements uh, coming up. Okay, thank you. So is there any belief in the startup space that, okay, now you say, I definitely disagree with that? Uh, yeah, I have something. And uh, that's it. I think there's like a belief here in at least the local ecosystem that. Most uh, like uh, employees and founders should come from certain background and even certain military units uh, in the army here in Israel. And being from none of the above, I think we actually and most of our employees are not like that. I think we built a very diversified team that actually builds a great company and brings a very good results. So it's breaking this, uh, I would say. A belief that this is the only way it can be done. Amazing. Okay. Well, if they want to automate or if they want to what speed up, uh, accelerate their accounts receivable and everything, where can they easily reach you? Oh, the easiest way is to go to websites, uh, submit a book a demo form, quickly someone will reach out to you, uh, talk to you, and help the. the help you to, to see what is the best solution we can provide you. 
Okay, wow. Okay, so we will put the link of everything <laughs> on the show notes. Thank you very much, and we appreciate your time, Alex. Thank you. Have a good day and good week. This podcast is powered by iMops.io. Optimize your cloud infrastructure and CICD process with iMops.io dedicated DevOps team. Check out www.imops.io and get a DevOps team now. Make sure to check out www.imops.io if you want to know more about us. Subscribe to our podcast so you can get notified every time we post a new video. Thank you and you have a great day.